Good morning, beautiful people. Today I'm sharing two lenses. One is to see the world and one is to see yourself. So the first one I'll start with is the lens through which to see yourself. This is something that came through really intuitively for myself yesterday and it is a really cool thing and maybe you already have some version of this for yourself but what this looks like is seeing ourselves through the lens of being the most brilliant treasure that exists so the same way that you know when we're in a relationship sometimes with another person we can value this person as if they're a treasure um, we might have some animal or something in our life that we treat that way. But to see ourselves, our body, our inner children, all of our parts of ourselves, and really what came through for me was actually seeing my vessel as a treasure chest. So this treasure chest is something that I have to take care of. It's like if this is what's containing this gold, this pure life force energy, then I better take care of the vessel that's holding all of these treasures. So it might seem really simple, but I think that because most of us are pretty disconnected from ourselves um, and we have a lot of patterns that play into not valuing ourselves or having low self-worth or having low self-esteem, that seeing ourselves through the lens of a, as this incredible treasure that we want to take care of. Like, what would somebody who saw themselves as a treasure do? What would they do differently than somebody who didn't see themselves that way? I can think of so many things, like the way that we nourish our body, like how do you take care of a treasure? You know, you feed it the finest foods, you, you nourish it with the best, cleanest water, um, you give it fresh oxygen. The same way that we would take care of a beloved plant or a beloved animal, we need to have that same mentality towards ourselves and towards our own bodies. Um, and this kind of ties into, I did a workshop, I think it was two months ago, on reparenting the inner child. And coming into this space where we really value and see ourselves as this treasure that we are, I think that one of the things that's helped me that also came through with this vision of this treasure box yesterday is this internal divine mother or father. For myself, it was bringing in more of this divine mother and feeling that energy and feeling how this divine mother, like what would a divine mother do? How would she take care of me? and embodying more of that energy um, and extending that towards myself. So that's the first lens, is to see ourselves as this treasure that we wanna take really good care of. And the second lens is relating to how we see the world and what is happening externally to us. And what has really shifted for me, and it's something, it's a practice that I have to continue to come back to over and over again, and it's to see not only all circumstances, but all ailments or um, discord 
as an ally or as a gift. Now that's could be used to spiritually bypass, right? Because if we are having something happen to us that feels really bad and we're just jumping right to what's the gift here, we're not actually being present with the emotions that are that that situation is bringing up. And the emotions that that situation is bringing up is the root of why that situation keeps coming up, whether it's a disease, an ailment, a car accident, a breakup, something that's happening in your external. So first we actually have to deal with the emotions because that tells us why this thing is showing up in the first place. But then we have this opportunity to see, like I'm gonna give you an example, okay? Um, I'm pretty open about the fact and I've done videos about having uh, herpes simplex virus too. And I get a lot of messages and stuff from people who are like, newly diagnosed, you know, I've had this for nine years or something, so I've had a long time to process through this, and people who just feel like, oh my god, this virus is ruining my life, um, I'm never going to be able to have a partner, you know, all these fears that come up with it. And what I've been able to do is to shift the relationship that I have with this virus, right, which is going to be inhabiting my body for the rest of my life, um, and actually the human body has so many viruses, <laughs> So many viruses inside and outside. So it's a little funny that we discriminate against certain viruses and don't discriminate against other ones. Some have stigma, some don't. Um, but anyway, so I've been able to have a relationship with this virus that's inhabiting me in a way where I see it as an ally and as a friend. Because every time I have an outbreak, which is not very often anymore, um, it's a call to, hey, you're not taking care of your body. Hey, there's too much stress. Hey, your immune system is plummeting. It's a, it's a friend who comes up and says, slow down. You're, you're, not, you're out of alignment. Something's not going right here. And what I could do, right, is to be like, oh, fuck, this thing. It keeps inconveniencing me in my life. Um, but actually, it's, you know, what we know, and this is something that I've talked about, that Teal Swan talks about, that a lot of teachers talk about, is that nothing within your own body or within the universe will ever do anything that is against you because the universe, you are the universe. So even though it feels like certain things are against us, it's not. It's only an objective reflection of what's happening. And if we can treat these reflections as allies, then it doesn't keep reflecting back to us the same thing. Um, and our reality shifts so much. Like, Thinking about something like a fungus that's on your body, for example, like, oh, hey friend, like, do you notice just the energy automatically when you turn towards this part? And you're like, okay, so if it's true that this thing is here for me, then I better figure out what it's coming in response to. And if I know what it's coming in response to, then I can further assist my body, my being, and what it's trying to communicate with me, to me. Um, and this is something that really all of us need to be doing in any situation that's coming up in our life that feels like the opposite of a gift, right? Because when you get into a car accident, it's just, it can feel like, why me? What's happening? And maybe you're somebody who, who is already thinking about, how did I manifest this? Um, if we start to look at it through the lens of a gift, then we can see things that we couldn't see before 
Because if we're in a victim mentality that things are happening to us, we can't actually see the bigger picture. So to see everything we're interacting with, every person, every annoying person, every, ju every judgment we come up against in another person as a gift, I'm telling you, and I'm sure you know this, that the people that I have had the most like turbulent interactions with or the people that have just rubbed me the wrong way have been some of the hugest catalysts to my growth. And they may never know that. But that interaction caught, it was so uncomfortable that it caused something to shift. So this, this being, this person that I, you know, at first was like, ah, uh, your enemy is your greatest friend in this life. And that's what the Buddha talks about with Mara and inviting in this enemy for tea because this enemy is your greatest awakening. It's your greatest avenue to awareness. So yeah, that basically completes those two things that I wanted to share. So to recap, seeing how is it that this is a gift? How is it that this is a version of myself helping me to wake up? Dealing with the emotions before we get to that point too and figuring out what do we need? How do we actually feel? Because we can't just bypass over that and go straight into gift. Um, and thirdly, how can we see ourselves as a treasure? What would somebody who was a divine mother or a divine father do to protect this treasure? How would they care for it? And how would that change the way that you lived your life or took care of yourself? Yay. Mm. Sending so much presence and love to you guys. And I hope, oh, I just got tingles doing that. I get tingles so easily from like everything, the energy. So yeah, go back and watch this if you just joined at the end and you want to know. Um, Jacob says, how is dying a gift? Well, <laughs> I could think of one thing. If we, if we were um, disposing of bodies, for example, in a sustainable way, which I don't think we could do actually with the level of population we have right now, but... Um, Dying would be a gift to the earth, to the soil, to the animals, to the insects and the larvae that feed and create new life. That's one lens of seeing how death is a gift. Um, is our, our body is then nutrients for more life. So it's the cycle of death and life. But we sort of stop that uh, with embalming people and preserving them, which says a lot about how we uh, think about life and death. And yeah, oh, and I love what the person below that said, gratitude for life. So dying is a gift because in knowing our temporalness and knowing the temporary quality of this existence, this, this name that you call by you, this body that you're in at this time, knowing that that will end gives us greater um, maybe motivation, determination, gratitude for our life, knowing that 
um, death for this vessel will happen. But I think that what what's really, and I'm glad that you actually asked the question of how is dying a gift, because it's going to be different for every person. Like I could list off a thousand reasons how dying is a gift. Um, like I just listed off two and this lovely friend here added that, added to that. Um, but it's really so individual. And I think that identifying the gift in something coming from a bottom up approach, meaning it's coming from you, it's not being imposed from the top down, like saying, this is the gift. (laughs) Uh, it's so much better. It's so much better when we come to those conclusions for ourselves. It's so much better when we when it comes from inside. So I would encourage everyone to find out for themselves, you know, what is the gift in that for you? Because you don't need anyone to tell you any of those things. You already have the answers. You already have the answers. We remember, we remember, which is gonna be something I'm gonna be saying a lot, is that we remember. And for those of you who hear me say that, you understand what I'm saying. We remember. Beautiful. So this is, uh, I'm going to end this now. (laughs) Have a client here soon. And yeah, thank you guys so much for joining and for listening, for being on this journey with me. I'm really grateful for all of you.